0: We've got you covered. The Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Ilana.com. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Right now, you're hearing from Louis Prima Jr. here on the Mulberry Lane Show. He's talking about his new swing album, Blow, available now. Louis is the son of the famed king of swing, Louis Prima Sr. He's carrying on the family musical legacy. And right now, Louis is talking about his dad. You lost your dad when you were just right around 10 years old, and he had a brain tumor?
1: Yeah, he went into surgery when I had just turned, I believe, nine. He was in a coma for three years, uh, and it wasn't due to the surgery. It was a stroke after the surgery. They don't know if the actual surgery was a success or not, but yeah, he was in a coma for three years.
0: How did you process that and handle that?
1: I, I don't know. My mother was a strong person. She held it together for us yeah because they're whether I'm allowed to tell stories or not, you know my father died dead broke, and when he went into the coma there you know my mother was left with nothing and an empire and,
0: mm-hmm. wow,
1: and two young kids, and how do you deal with that and she dealt with it and held it together and or we would all been probably in a box somewhere you know i she's the she's the reason I'm whatever level of stable that I actually am.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you've been in, in and out of the music business throughout your life, and you've seen that the tough side of the music business, too, and how difficult it is to make a living. So right. eventually you were pulled back in
1: 100%. You know, once you've bitten, yeah. once, once you've experienced the joy of being on stage and making people happy, there really is no ever turning back or change of anything. There's breaks. Yeah. And yeah, I did need to take a break from the music business because it will wear on you. Sure. And I found myself becoming very angry, and that's not who I want to be.
0: And it's not a creative um, place to be either.
1: <laughs> no, exactly. When you're upset, yeah. You know, so I... I shifted gears, you know, and I raised two beautiful boys. And, you know, they're healthy, wealthy, and wise and in, in their own right. And when they start finding girls and realizing that, you know, daddy's not that cool, <laughs> 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 you know, that's when it was okay for me to dedicate yeah. and get back into music. Because, you know, music is 24 hours a day. A lot of people think we just pop on stage for an hour every night and all is good. Yeah. But it is a, it, it is a lot of work and it's a lot of... You know, it work's a bad word for it. If you enjoy it, it, it's not work. I'm getting off the phone with you and driving down the street and loading up the trailer and driving to New Jersey from <laughs> Vegas. Right. Because it, it's but, the you, life. Know, be, you know, but I love it because I love being on stage. Somebody in the crowd's having a bad day and I'm making them happy. And yeah, that's the right. coolest thing.
0: There's the nothing better than that. Now, you've been on stage since you were five years old and you're known for your entertaining shows. According to you, what is the key to keeping a crowd entertained?
1: having fun yourself. Okay. The minute it becomes work, the people can tell it's work. Yeah. We're to the point now, and I love this, you know, the, with the band, we get on stage without a set list, without any kind of direction. We know what song we're going to start with and then we just kind of let it go. Okay. And we play it like we're playing in our best friend's backyard facing each other. As long as you're having fun, the crowd's going to dig it. And I'm telling you right now, we have... I'll put us in front of anybody because I've got the most, number one, the most talented band, number two, the most entertaining band. And when we get together on stage, you don't know what's going to happen. It's fun. It's funny. It's mayhem. Um, (laughs) It's part, don't take yourself too seriously. Right. And it's part, you know, we've done our job. We've practiced. We've rehearsed. We've learned our craft so we can get up on stage and be easy with it. As long as I never wanted to be superstar, you know, I I don't want to be that guy that gets too big to be who I am. Yes, I want to be able to get up on stage and screw up and laugh at myself with the audience, you know? Uh
0: It's a good place to be. You're listening to The Mulberry Lane Show. We're talking with Louis Prima Jr. He has a new swing album out called Blow, and it's available now. This is Father's Day weekend, and you were born four days before Father's Day, your dad was very instrumental in your life, and your career. So what was his best advice to you?
1: I don't know if there was any advice other than familiarity breeds contempt. That was his mantra. Huh. But... Uh,
0: How did he believe that or explain that a little bit more?
1: He, you know what, my father, I don't think, trusted a single person. Okay. He had another saying. I think they even said it in The Godfather, you know, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Okay. Yes. Um, you know he he wasn't a very smart businessman but okay. he he didn't trust anybody uh, what he did trust was his ability to get on stage and play for people and i think that's all he wanted to do and artists musicians that came up in the 1920s were first playing then I think that's commonplace for a lot of them because it was more of a take advantage society in that business. Yes, yeah, um, he blew a lot of deals because of that. Okay, hopefully I've learned from that. You know,
0: that's hard to navigate, especially being a creative person and just wanting to be it, on stage it, and, and perform.
1: As much as I don't want to be that, I'm that. You know, I, yeah. I am a true Gemini. <laughs> I I made. More than my share of mistakes, you know, coming up through this business. and But I absolutely, just like him, I just want to be on stage. And if push came to shove, I would do what I had to do to do it. <laughs> you know, uh, that and never eating an Italian restaurant with red and white checkerboard tablecloths. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> um, but I did learn... Humility from him, you know, walking around with him as a kid, you know, you notice that he was friendly to everybody. He was kind to everybody. He was never too busy to shake a hand or say hello or share a story. How do you not? Be humble in this business. I, I know it's probably easy to not be, right. but it's easier to be humble and friendly.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, what was his fathering style? Would you say
1: it was an Italian household? You know, we okay. dinner was at five, and every Sunday morning it was he'd wake us up at six o'clock, and we had to go smile and say, "Oh, goody, church!" Um, <laughs> and he'd make us Make us breakfast and drag us off to church and. You know, you got the back of his hand when you were screwing up. Okay. You know, it was just a typical Italian household. Very respectful and and very family-oriented.
0: Okay. Okay. And what kind of dad are you?
1: According to some people, I'm the fun dad. Okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You know, I want my kids to have an identity and a soul. I've never pushed them in any direction because I think if you're pushed, you'll never truly be happy with what you're doing. I support everything they do. It's very important to me that they are kind, generous, polite, and respectful. And they are. My kids are the kids that will hold the door for 20 minutes if it's taken somebody that long to get to the door to get through it. Gotcha. You know, not because I beat that into them. It's, it, it's a little bit of an example. Uh-huh. And it's a little bit that they see that you get more respect and, and get farther with that. But in the same aspect, I always wanted them to be kids, you know, yeah. enjoy yourself, go outside, jump and play and have fun. You know, you don't need to have such a structured life that uh, you ruin some of the best memories that you're ever going to have of your childhood. Right. And develop yourself, man. They're, you know, I got the two greatest kids in the world. They're both older than their years and they're they're both amazing individuals.
0: Oh, that's neat. Awesome. (laughs) Well, Louis, we want to thank you so much for visiting with us again. And the album came out the 10th of June. It's called
1: Blow. And where
0: can people pick it up?
1: Give it a shot, man. It's everywhere. It's in stores, but it's also on all the terrestrials, iTunes, Amazon. You know, we debuted at number 41, top album, on iTunes on the tenth, uh, rose up quickly throughout the day. Yeah, just give it a listen. You can go to my website, lewisprimajr.com, with directions on you know where to buy it if you want a hard CD and things. You can also listen to a snippet or two. Don't have any preconceptions of what you think this is going to be. You're not going to hear the word "daddy-o" anywhere. Okay. And, and just be pre- you know be prepared to, to smile a lot because it's very energetic. It's it's a little bit over the top at times. It's definitely entertaining. We hope to share it with as many people as we can.
0: And it's happy music.
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay, Louie, thanks again. Awesome.
1: Thank you, and we'll see you soon.
0: Louis Prima Jr., cue those horns. Bouncing right back at you with the wrap-up. Can't believe it already. I know, right? I said if you want
1: to go, let's go, let's go! I said if you want to go, let's go, let's go! If you want to go, let's go, let's go! Come on and dance with me. If you wanna fly, let's fly, let's fly. if you wanna fly, let's fly, let's fly. If you wanna fly, let's fly, let's fly. Come on and dance with me. Well, tisket, tasket, drop your basket. When you dance, you look fantastic. The way you jump, the way you swing. Come on and dance with me.